Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, on the New Story Podcast. Can you believe that uh, we just came up on our one-year anniversary? By we, I mean me. (laughs) It's just me over here, you guys. (laughs) And occasionally, a lovely guest. Uh, I'm so grateful to everybody that has been supporting this podcast. To the listeners, of course, and to those who felt um, impelled to, to donate and to give and to, you know... Uh, give a nice review and I've read you know I've read your words on there I read your messages that you send me and um, you know I'm just I'm really grateful and um, I see them I see it all as a gift of love you know whether it's a a five dollar donation or um, you know, a message just saying thank you, or even if you're just out there just feeling good and sharing it with friends and shit, um, I still feel you out there. I feel you out there, and I'm just grateful. Thank you for your well wishes and your support. Um, alrighty, so this is the week of November 25th to December 1st, and this is a another big week. I mean, I think through January we just... We are just plowing through this stuff. We are plowing through it. Um, You know, when the Mayans... uh, When the Mayans talked about Armageddon coming in 2012, they're really talking about, like, a massive rebirth of consciousness. And um, we really are... That's what we are up against. And, you know, we've been doing it for uh, a while you know, and, um, we're in our, almost our eighth year of doing this, and eight is all about empowerment, you know, and clearing the way to empowerment, what blocks our feeling our own creative power and creative potential and, um, worth and value and, uh, and connection, and so, um, you know, I think that it is totally fair to be exhausted, and to be drained sometimes, and to be sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And I think that's just where we have to really lift each other up, you know. Um, I know with my friends, like, we just sort of try to take turns just being there for one another. Um, and if we're both in a in a shit place, <laughs> we try to just uh, really connect into that and... Um, and give each other space and remind one another to nurture and love each other. And uh, and I think that's just like what we have to do right now. You know, we just have to ask for support and get support and um, and give support where we can and, and just stay open to the flow of things. Um, so, yeah, this is the energy report for November 25th to December 1st, the last week of this 11th month moving into... Uh, the 12th month of the year, moving into winter. Uh, the theme I've picked this week is every circumstance contains an opening. So no matter what's going on right now, you can imagine that there's an initiation happening, you know, um, an initiation into deeper levels of love. If you're having like difficult circumstances with dating, uh, if you're having difficult circumstances with work, maybe this is an initiation into 
a, a truer path for you. Um, so, you know, just maintaining that idea that every circumstance contains an opening this week. The tarot card I pulled is the Two of Swords. Um, t- uh, this is a tough one. You know, this is kind of a tough card. But by knowing that this is what we're up against, and I think this is how astrology helps us, right? It doesn't stop us from having to go through what we need to go through. Um, and it's also not to blame. Uh, it just sort of helps us to understand that, like, we have choices that we can make. And there are some lower choices that we could be making. And, you know, if that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing, too. And that there are some higher choices that we can be making. So I feel like if we know what we're up against, we can choose to push through our fears. If we know that our fears are going to be, like, really blasted in our face, uh, we can choose to rise up and and push through them or, you know, uh, do the things we need to do to to keep on keeping on through this energy, you know, rather than feeling just blindsided all the time or lost. Um, and I think that's why understanding the symbolism of astrology is really helpful. You know, it's not so that we never feel bad. Uh, it's not so that we try to, like, perfect our experience or steer clear of learning our lessons. Uh, we're always going to be learning our lessons. We're always going to be feeling up and down. You know, it's natural flow of life. Uh, but I think like creating some understanding also helps us to sink into the moment too, uh, as opposed to like run away from it. So this card, the two of swords, um, swords are the mind, intellect, thoughts, perception, and two relates to balance and equality. Um, you could, you know, if we, when we think of balance, we're just thinking of like room for our for our rationality and our emotionality, room for our masculine energy, doing, fixing, purpose, drive, and our feminine energy, uh, receiving, being, creativity, right? Um, so like pushing ahead, uh, like staying in stillness, like there's all kinds of ways that you can think in terms of balance, you know, um, opposites, polarity. So this is talking about the Two of Swords is talking about bringing uh, the mind, the intellect, the thoughts, the perception into balance with other parts of us. So this could be speaking to like denying your feelings or denying the facts with this card. And I think that might be coming up this week, especially because we do have some, uh, you know, we're, we're heading into this like portal this week where... Um, illusions and delusions can be coming front and center. Um, sort of like at the end of a five-month journey that we've been taking through uh, getting to the bottom of what is real for us, you know. Um, and, um, you know, this card is really speaking to maybe places where we're still staying stuck, where we're still defensive, we're still on the fence, Um, this is a card really about walls, you know, the walls that we might have in place that make it impossible for us to ultimately feel the connection that it is that we're longing for. So this card really asks, where is my heart closed? You know, where is my heart closed? Where am I closed off? And, and it really is a call to action for us to just 
don't cut yourself off emotionally. Don't cut others off. You know, um, open your eyes, open your heart. You can be self-protective and open to possibilities. Are you avoiding more love having access to you because you don't want to do the work, actually, of feeling through the fears that intimacy brings up? You know, it's hard to be intimate with someone because what that means is being vulnerable, letting them see you for who you really are, and that's an imperfect person, right? And that's scary. What if they reject me? What if they don't like me? What if they don't love me once they know who I am? So then we like uh, shut it down, right? Because we're scared and close our hearts to people and close our hearts to avenues that might be, that might ultimately be successful and good for us. Um, and maybe we're stuck in some sort of like illusion about how things should be. You know, maybe we, the, we are idealizing situations in our head thinking, well, this is how love should feel. Well, this is how this should feel. Well, you know, I don't, I think we got to get rid of the shoulds with this, right? We just need to open up to the possibilities. Um, the ritual this week that I've chosen is to activate the light body. So I'm going to do this with you. If you can, uh, just take a moment to uh, relax and rest and close your eyes for a moment in a, in a, in a private space. So I want you to just deep breathe in deeply for a moment. In through the nose and out through the mouth. And with your eyes closed, I want you to imagine that deep beneath the earth is just an enormous ball of radiant light. It's powering all life on earth. And as you are seated and connected to the earth where you are, you can feel this light energy rising up through your body, just through your intention. This energy rises up through your spine and out through the top of your head. And as it does so, it joins with another ball of radiant light above you. Breathing deeply in through the nose and out through the mouth, you can feel the flow of this light energy. You might see it as white, iridescent light. Maybe it's gold, maybe it's indigo. You're going to see it how you need to see it today, and it really, there's no wrong way to see this light energy flowing through you. As this light energy moves up and down through you, feel it clearing all the pathways of your mind. Feel it clearing the pathways in your heart, the pathways in your belly. And as it does so, it clears and it fills. It fills you with a radiance, with a lightness, an expansiveness. If there's any negativity in the body, any aches and pains, you send this light to nourish that, to nurture it. Feel it nourishing you, warming you, 
loving you, grounding, expanding. Breathe deeply into this light, allowing the radiance of this light to match your own inner radiance that may as of yet be laying dormant. You are the same energy as nature, the same energy as earth, the same energy as stars, as the universe. That beauty, that infinite beauty that exists, exists in you. Allow yourself to connect in with this flow of radiant light. Breathing in deeply in through the nose and out through the mouth. Start to feel your feet and your hands. Maybe you want to stretch them a little bit. Maybe you want to bring your arms over your head and have a good long stretch. Allow yourself to feel anchored to the earth beneath you. Heavy feet on the ground. You are here. We are one. Slowly opening your eyes and coming back into this podcast. All week long, we're going to continue to feel the Venus-Jupiter conjunction that met in full on Sunday of last week. These planets are working in tandem, Venus and Jupiter. So expanding how we love, expanding our truth towards love. And, you know, through the last uh, few weeks with Venus and Sagittarius, We've been really weighing our options and discovering maybe what we're looking for more clearly in terms of romance, but also perhaps what we've been seeing is just non-committal patterns feeling really amplified, you know, intimacy fears feeling really amplified. Are you the runner or the chaser? Both can be signals of commitment and intimacy fears. You know, we just completed the Mercury retrograde. Um, And I found that, or the retrograde portion of Mercury retrograde, and I found that some of the key concepts of this uh, retrograde, you know, through mind, through our perceptions, through our communication in Scorpio is that, you know, we're really struggling for intimacy. We're really struggling to even learn about intimacy and learn about desire. Mercury, so our mind, how we're communicating, it's now going to finish its final stage of this particular learning by going back through where we began. So we started weeks ago, Mercury was direct, so it was moving forward in Libra. It retrograded, so it traveled back through uh, Scorpio and to the 11th degree. And now it's going to go back over all those points again as it moves forward again for the next uh, couple of weeks. So we're in the final phase, uh, but we're still in this energy. So now Venus is coming back in too, because when we think of intimacy, we'll also think of romance and love, including self-love. So Venus, how we love and want to be loved, it's making a turn towards commitment. And this, this could be directly related to the outpicturing of intimacy and romance for us. Monday, the 25th. Uh, Venus is going to enter Capricorn. Capricorn is not the gooey kind of lover. 
Okay, it shows love by building a strong foundation uh, rather than flowery gifts of affection. It just fucking sticks shit through. Okay, it's there. It's committed. Commitment is a really interesting thing. It requires staying put and being patient even when people are testing your last fucking nerve and everything feels uncertain or hard and you really just are kind of like, fuck this shit, but you... You stick through. You stick through. You know, so with this placement, we might be feeling a little bit more detached about the romantic aspects of love, and we might be looking more at traditional ideas, okay? So in terms of romance, we're asking ourselves, will this person stick with me when I'm sick or when there is a crisis? Can I rely on this person to build a life with me? Are they consistent? You know? Consistency is really important for building trust. Uh, Other questions you might be asking are, do we share a similar vision for the type of world we're trying to build? Do our ambitions complement one another? Can we share power equally? power and authority in the relationship. Um, All of these are themes that are going to come up in romance around this energy. On a personal level, we may become more outwardly focused on attainment of material goals, too. Money and achievement are on the radar through this transit because um, Capricorn really is all about, like, our ambitions, our careers, um creating a solid foundation in the material world for ourselves. So I think, you know, we've spent a lot of time in our emotional and spiritual realms. That's not going to change, though. We're still going to be doing that. But we are also coming down to Earth, bringing in some beautiful Earth energy. Um, So there is the potential here to get really grounded. But with Mars and Mercury both in Scorpio still, we're still working on intimacy. It's like the let the right one in type vibes. And on a physical level, I really think that daily regular exercise um, is going to be very helpful for grounding the emotional energy and any fear and anger and just basically uncertainty, extra emotionality, whatever it is, um, move that energy, move that energy. I like to do it in the morning. I think that it helps me to really Uh, it really helps to set a good standard for the day if I get really grounded in the morning and I move energy. But of course, if you are having a hard time, you know, maybe the best thing to do is dance it out, take a boxing class, uh, go for a run, you know, um, so many different options here. But I think moving energy is a really good idea at this time. And also, of course, like, really watching for overindulgence, you know, and those lower base desires, because that can really come up in Scorpio too, addictions and obsessions, you know, especially when we're trying not to feel and our heart is closed, we can be, you know, just like looking for gratification through dating, sex, texting even, uh, like, um, alcohol for sure, you know, food, any kind of overindulgence. So 
really just watch for that. Watch for there where those things are also like adding to your feelings of just not feeling good in your body. Uh, even over caffeination, you know, watch for where those things are not making you feel good and trade them out for things that are actually really nourishing to you. Um, and that help you to open your heart on Tuesday, the 26th, we have a new moon in Sagittarius. The sun just went into Sagittarius and now the moon, which is our emotions, our feminine energy, it's starting a new emotional story. I think we can all use this. We could all use a little bit of like planting some, some hopeful seeds for the upcoming month or just planting new seeds. And, you know, this coincides with our ability to use that Sagittarian energy to rise above our problems, to stay focused on solution-oriented thinking, to see the spiritual meaning in the events that we're currently experiencing. Um, I think one of the major hang-ups for Sag energy is really a difficulty in being consistent. You know, there's like this vacillation that happens. Sag is a flexible energy, but that can also be, um, you know, non-committal and running away. Uh, so occasionally, not occasionally, a lot, a lot, when the tough gets going, Sagittarius is going to literally run in the opposite direction. Okay, we deserve better than that in this world. We need to turn and face our lives directly. We all have Sagittarius energy in our charts. It's a part of all of us. I, I personally have four planets in Sagittarius. There's a lot of running away energy that I'm capable of. Um, and even if you don't have a planet in Sagittarius, you have the house of Sagittarius in your chart. That energy exists in you. Um, we need to turn and face our lives directly. Okay? Where or how do you run away from your emotions, problems, or difficulties? You know... That's, that's something that we're really directly looking at this week. Okay, Wednesday, uh, the 27th of November. This is a huge transit. We're really going to feel this on Tuesday, too, and the build-up um, to this. Neptune, which is at home in Pisces, is going to turn direct. So since June 22nd, Neptune, the dissolver of ego, our shadow work, our karma, has been retrograding through its home energy of Pisces. Pisces, unconditional love, oneness, you know, how we, how we activate that. The last five months have worked to free us from our illusions and deceptions that we're separate, okay? We are not separate. We are one. We are not separate from our creativity. We are not separate from the experiences that we have in our lives. There is a give and take. There is an exchange of energy happening. There is an intention happening. We are participating fully in everything that is happening in our lives. And this has really been about harnessing that participation, being uh, in our power around that participation, choosing unconditional love and oneness regardless of what we're seeing out pictured. You know, I think as this energy shifts, the questions to ask yourself, you know, the things that are coming to a head, do you see things as they are or as you wish them to be? Here's one of my biggest problems. Uh, I have Neptune in the 12th house. Neptune is the 12th house. So 
uh, I have major, major lessons I've learned by seeing things in an idealized state. You know, um, it's a very psychic placement. And as a psychic medium, I can see potential. I can feel potential in others, in experiences. And I can get really excited about that, whether it be in a work front, working with, you know, something career-oriented, creative, or romantic. It's a harsh realization when you see that not everything is going to reach its fucking potential. Potential is great. It's a beautiful thing. But we also have to see things as they are, the reality of where people are at. We might want somebody to be available to us, to be uh, ready to commit, to be ready to be intimate. We might feel that potential within them. But if that's not what they're choosing, then that's the fucking reality of it. And we also need to accept that that's not about our value and worth. That's just like where they're at. Right? So these are some of the lessons that we've been learning over the last five months. Um, so questions to ask. Do you see things as they are or as you wish them to be? Are you constantly caught up in disappointment when you idealize people and situations and then feel victimized when we see the humanity and imperfection in our experiences? Have you uncovered where you deceive yourself or where you try to deceive others? We might have had some intense realization of where we are not living in reality, where we've been using escapism rather than facing our fears and shadow. And those deeply rooted fears about inadequacy and helplessness really rose up to be healed, like the shadow work, the hidden, the hidden depths, our hidden nightmares, right? Uh, they came to the surface over the last five months. So as we move from the inward energy, which is the retrograde energy of Neptune and Pisces, to the outward direct energy, I see this placement as seeing our dreams materialize more fully. Um, this is a great time to move forward with our creative intentions. Uh, it's a great time to move forward by really feeling that connection to oneness, activating the light body. I think we have all really gotten a lot closer to our spiritual gifts, um, our psychic gifts. And so this is a time when we can really use those more actively. Again, we want to watch for addictions uh, during this energy shift, during these transits, uh, because when we're feeling a lot, the one thing that we try to do is numb out all the feelings. Don't numb those feelings out. You know, feelings won't kill us. It's the mind, it's the perception that we hold around our feelings that creates pain. Um, let yourself feel fully, let yourself be supported, and continue to invest in that. This week, we are finishing up our expansion, which is Jupiter in Sagittarius, which is, we've been doing this for a year now, expanding uh, through themes of faith and uh, truth. And from... Thursday onward, we're going to be at the final degree of this energy. So we're learning some real personal truths. I don't know about you, but I've been learning epiphany after epiphany about myself. Some big fucking things. And not in an easy way. It's been hard, but it's been magnificent. I'm so grateful. I am so fucking grateful. Going back to the theme this week, every circumstance contains an opening. Um, 
faith is a faith is big right now for us. And I think in terms of faith, we always think of religion. But like I don't think of faith as being anything related to anything or anyone other than having faith in yourself. Okay, it's all about having faith in ourselves when things might be turning to shit around us. Knowing that we're loved and worthy of love because we feel it from ourselves even when we might not have a partner in our life, a job, or financial security, knowing that you're going to get through things based on, like, in the real time, right? Working in real time, relying on yourself. Um, this is the energy we've been cultivating. So, also having faith, faith in the tides of life, right? The ebb and flow. Faith that, like, life is not just all about up, 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 success, success, success. It's also about the wheel turning and getting ourselves through difficulty. And life is, life is short, but life is also long for us. And like through that time, we're not just going to have like great times. We're going to have a lot of failures. We're going to have a lot of loss. Um, along with the other shit that's good for us, you know, that feels good, that feels better. So, you know, really connecting into that faith throughout the end of the week. Yes, you might have been in a period of lack or stagnation or learning some serious fucking lessons about yourself, but just keeping the faith in yourself. At some point, that energy is going to pass, you know, and you're going to move to the next place. Um, life is loving us. It really is. If we choose to see that and feel that and activate that in ourselves, we're learning to feel that inside of us without the approval of false senses of security. You know, we're learning to feel that life is loving us without that just being like, I feel loved because my partner loves me. I feel love because I've got a job. I feel love because I've got money in the bank. Well, none of those things are ever fully secure. So we're learning to get that security from ourselves, from an inner love and an inner connection to spirit. All right, my friends. I'm sending you all so much love. I want to thank our latest uh, Patreon donor, Mia, for her support and all of our patrons. Thank you so much. Thank you for li the listeners for tuning in for the last year. Um, I hope that I, I'm able to continue to bring you um, some solace, some understanding, some connection, some, uh, you know, I hope at the very least you feel like there's someone out there that's also going through it that, uh, cares about you and that is like you know on your side on your team um we've got the holidays coming up here and uh you know if you want to support me and my work i also have i'm going to have some um paintings and my oracle card decks and stuff like that available through my website so if you're thinking of uh, gifting somebody something for the holidays maybe a little piece of Reiki art or uh, a tool like that. And uh, um, that will be up at the end of the week. 
Um, I'm still booking my private retreats for the next uh, two weeks. I'm going to close registration for that on the 15th of December. So if you've been wanting to come for a private retreat, you can contact me directly. And with a uh, deposit, you can hold your place. Um, I'm also have uh, two placements left for my uh, self-healing mentorship, which is a four-month program of being accountable to yourself, getting to know yourself, how to be the best parent you can be. Um, and it's just a great nurturing, uh, loving space. If you want to work with me one-on-one -on -one with astrology readings, tarot, uh, or a psychic medium energy healing session, you can book directly www.rebeccaconran.com. Uh, visit the show notes uh, for that. Uh, all right, loves, sending you all love. Appreciate you so much. Have a great Thanksgiving. Um, I'm so grateful for all of you. Um, fuck the original settlers on earth. I love and send love to our indigenous uh, family. And um, yeah, don't overindulge. <laughs> Gluttony's not cute, y'all. Uh, you know what's cute? Caring about yourself. That's fucking cute. It's hot as fuck. All right, loves. I will talk to you soon. Bye.